Uh, so things like, see, some people who are at Norwich Pride just sort of carry on with their day. I don't know if you've noticed that. So um, one time there was this massive kind of, um, you know, because it's in a big circle, isn't it? It kind of starts at the library and it ends at the library. So you could, like, take a book out, be <laughs> quiet, have a read, take it back, you know, at the end, sort of thing, um, which I like. Um, and also because it, every year more people join Norwich Pride, so they have to kind of, so it doesn't sort of go around and sort of smack into its own bottom. Um, uh, that wasn't a joke, but yeah. <laughs> you see where you're going with it, but... Um, yeah, so they have to kind of make it a bit longer each year, so they have to change the route. So I don't know whose idea it was to send 200 men in high heels up a cobbled street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, was fun to watch them. Um, and there was a unicorn last year as well, because they're, they're gay, apparently. <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, someone said it's because they've got rainbow blood. Brilliant, Helen, that was great. So Helen of Norwich, what, where did that come from? Well, my tagline is it's like Julian of Norwich, but I get out more um, because she's a, basically it's a it's a Norwich joke um, because she was a hermit, um, a sort of famous hermit. But actually, I don't get out more now, so no. <laughs> it doesn't work as a joke. Um, in the clip, you heard me talking about um, gay pride, but most of my act is about my own um, mental illness. So I talk about going to the library to get some self-help books so I went to the library to get some health help books and um, it just kind of goes um, there was um, some books on hoarding a lot of books on hoarding actually they were kind of like piled up and what have you and then there was just a very neat section on OCD um, and I was looking for some books on depression I couldn't find them eventually saw they were in a very dark place so it's just kind of just little kind of puns but then i do kind of so that's my i do a kind of row of puns but then a lot of it is just about i suppose like a lot of comedians is about my own kind of failings really and so i talk about the first time when i um i don't know if i've done this one actually yeah i think i have where um the first time i had a girlfriend and i tried to kind of like i was in the garden with her and then my parents turned up so i tried to hide her hide her behind the shed um and then <laughs> It was just a panic reaction, okay, you know. And, and then my dad sort of walked into the garden and went behind the shed. So I always have this, you know, imaginary image of what happened behind the shed. You know? <laughs> and then um, I think about five years, and I thought, and then he didn't say anything. So I thought, well, I've got away with it. And then about five years later, so I was about 20, 21 when I came out to them or 22. And then um, I came out to my dad and he went, is this about that woman behind the shed? So he, <laughs> So he's been waiting that whole time, always wondering yeah. about the woman behind the shirt. <laughs> Have you ever done one of the open mic nights where it's not just comedy? So you're on a mixed bill with musicians, burlesque, uh, magicians. <laughs> Have you done one of them? I've done them. I, I like them the best, actually. Um, because oh. sometimes, like, ten... ten male not being funny but 10 male comedians one after the other um and you're the only woman uh can be a little bit feels a little bit samey sometimes so yeah. um i quite like it when there's kind of the cabaret thing and there's kind of you know all different ages and i mean i guess i'm different because i'm older than a lot of the comedians so i'm 52 um so i'm older and female and gay so sometimes i kind of feel a bit 
backstage I feel a bit like a sort of um lesbian aunt kind of thing you know so I sometimes kind of help people calm down a bit and tell them you know tell them to tuck their shirt in and and um unless that's what they're deliberately going for in in and then uh yeah so I don't know what was the question yeah so I have done the cabaret nights I like them the best I have to say oh that's funny it's it's funny that you say about the age thing as well because quite because I'm always pretty much one of the oldest ones and all the younger comedians that when they come into the the pub they march straight up to me and say are you the organizer and I'm like <laughs> no because <laughs> they're like oh it's just you look so official which I think is code for old <laughs> how old are you then I'm how old 40, are you? 42 oh okay oh, so I, look- I thought you were younger so I can see why they might think that yeah. yeah 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 I look younger on zoom because I found in preferences this button that press that um you can tick and it touches up your appearance oh I saw that thing about um do you want to be touched up and I kind of thought I don't know if I do <laughs> I've gone for it so like in real life in real life it doesn't look like I've had Botox um, that's interesting because I was talking to a I was talking to a colleague the other day who I'd never zoomed with before and I don't. I, I assumed it was because her face was so close to me. In some ways, you know, if you just have their face, she, uh, I think it was slightly different from this set. We've got a gallery view, but if you just have their face and it's a laptop, their face is actually a lot bigger than normal life. And I just, I felt, a li- I felt a little bit in love with her because I thought she's got such a perfect face, and we're so close to each other. And, and then oh. I had to kind of, then I had to kind of draw myself in and kind of. I think right we need to get on with this meeting kind of thing so I wonder if she'd done that press the press that button yeah yeah we're all going to be disappointed now when we see each other in real life <laughs> <laughs> we're like oh what you don't um stutter like you do on zoom when uh, the internet yeah. connection's bad um so what when so when you do a normal comedy night I mean we touched on it a bit a bit before that usually quite a lot of men is it I mean I mainly gig in London to be honest but is it the same in Norwich or is it more of a mixed bill what where it's mostly men is it mostly men or is that um more of a 50 50 no I mean to be fair there's normally two women on the bill it's quite rare to be the only woman um and I'm not sure if that's something they deliberately do. Sometimes it's a weird thing where they'll like, kind of, you'll, someone will kind of go, oh, do you think you could do this gig coming up? And you get this feeling they're about to say, because we haven't got a woman. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, and then they stop themselves from saying it. <laughs> um, but I must be all in my, how, I must have imagined the whole thing, mustn't I? Because it's, I've imagined that there's something they were going to say and then they didn't say it. So I don't know what I'm basing that on. But I just feel like sometimes they just go, Oh, because anyway, yes, can you do it? You know, I think or they'll say something like the woman has dropped out. Mm-hmm. The female act has dropped mm-hmm. out. Maybe that's what it is. So um, I think, I mean, I don't feel like, I, I think because there aren't as many female comedians. So it's not that, you know, it's a deliberate ploy kind of thing. But we have got um, Tanya Lee Davis, um, who's a quite a well-known comedian, who's a, um, a small person. So she's in a wheelchair and she's a small person. And then, um, so she's quite well known. I mean, she's done TED Talks and um, she's got an agent and what have you. 
So she's quite well known, so she'll be at gigs fairly regularly. And then we've got a ventriloquist, which is a bit unusual. So yeah, so it's there's normally like one or two, but it's not it's not fifty. If it was fifty fifty, I would come there and I would think, what's going on? Is it a special night or something? Is it is it, is it Women's Day or something? What's happening? Yeah, and and I do think I I think similar to you. So I I've got I've got friends who are men and they find it difficult to get gigs sometimes to practice their new material. Whereas I actually get MCs and promoters calling me up to ask me if I want to do a gig tomorrow night or the weekend or, or whatever. And just because of probably the way we are as women, I always think, oh, okay, it's not because I'm good that they want me. It's because I'm a woman and they need a woman for the bill. <laughs> it's, you know, it's always, uh, it's, you jump to the worst conclusion first, don't you, rather than compliment yourself. Well, I think there's that total imposter syndrome, isn't there? Because I had that with you asking me to do this interview and I was really perplexed by it. And I was like, um, I wonder, why has she asked me? Because there are other people who she could have asked who are, more like proper comedians um so i so i wonder if it is that you know that woman's imposter syndrome thing helen thank you so much it's been an absolute pleasure and uh thank you and i will see you soon